Hey guys, welcome back to the Run It Back podcast. This week is the Monaco Grand Prix. And alongside with me, as always, is Wes. How are you doing today, Wes? Today's race sucked dick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely, right? I mean, it was not the most exciting of races. Uh, I will say it was also not the most exciting of Monaco Grand Prix, um, I will admit. Uh, but... I mean, I never really watched Monaco for the race. I've always watched Monaco for the qualifying. So, yeah, absolutely. We are back at Monaco, the Principality. Um, so, fun fact, Wes. Uh, prior to COVID canceling the Monaco Grand Prix, Monaco was actually the only country that's ever held a Grand Prix every single year up until the uh, COVID, pretty much. And then now we're back. And so... Yeah, uh, I guess we're starting new streaks with Monaco. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm glad you kind of aired out your your general uh, thoughts. Um, but let me let me let me hear more. Uh, any any overall overarching themes that you um, you think fit more with this year's Monaco Grand Prix? Uh, let's just say mechanics not having the greatest of times. Mm. In the case of Ferrari and Mercedes, mm. uh, you know, Max was basically handed a victory today. <laughs> yeah. And I'm no longer a Honda driver, so I have every right to say how I feel these days. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, side note, run, run it back, Nation. I, um, I bought a new car. So, but anyway, uh, <laughs> it's not a Honda. But anyway, yeah. Of course, you know, Monaco being the only, pretty much one of uh, very few places where Saturday is the race, really, and not right. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, It's like, yeah, Max was already going to win. Yeah. So, and then, of course, yeah, with, with the mechanics at uh, Ferrari just messing up Charles and wheel guns and wheel nuts not working. Huh. Well, I, I hope that's the only nut on any of those dudes that's not working. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> just kidding but yeah it was it was it wasn't really fun it yeah, wasn't yeah. really fun uh to watch and you know i've enjoyed monaco grand prix over the past uh, couple of years and you know i know what everyone's gonna say you know wes is just a sore loser because his guy didn't win uh yeah yeah that's really what it is and i'm not afraid to admit that yeah yeah i mean yeah absolutely you you pretty much yeah i mean yeah thank you for for sharing that because like uh, I, I was kind of going through social media uh, about the the reactions of the Grand Prix, and it, it was kind of mixed. Some people quite enjoyed it. I know Joran quite enjoyed it. Um, for me, yeah, th there was times where I kind of you know I woke up quite early <laughs> to to watch. I mean, it's eight o'clock, but still on a Sunday. Oh, um, hey, 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 eight eight o'clock is quite early for people our age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you and you and me, you and me are a different breed, buddy. No, no, absolutely. So like I, I went back to sleep right after the race, to be honest. I, I was I was about to say I was like um I was falling asleep like kind of at some portions of the race. Um yeah, I mean, I was kind of hoping for a safety car to kind of liven things up, but I mean I mean some of these drivers they they, they drive pretty pretty clean um there was not a lot of over overtaking opportunities so there's definitely no chances for if if any yeah if any yeah absolutely but uh yeah so um yeah we're gonna take a quick 
break. Uh, right after that, we're just gonna go through qualifying and the race. And yeah, you're gonna see, you're gonna pretty much hear our reactions and our thoughts on the race and qualifying. So we'll see. And me back. being angry, all <laughs> podcast. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll see you back. All right, guys, welcome back to the Run It Back podcast. Uh, and yeah, so pretty much we pretty much discussed our overall thoughts on the race uh, today. Uh, we are recording this on Sunday, but now we're just gonna go a little bit more in depth uh, in depth of uh, qualifying and the race. So. In qualifying, um, there was a big controversy, right? Uh, Charles Leclerc, in uh, I think it was a lap that he was pushing uh, for a better time. He actually got pole. Um, he crashed, and this caused Max Verstappen, this caused Valtteri Bottas, and this caused um, Carlos Sainz to abort their lap because the the the, the session was red flagged in Q three. Um, but yeah. What a big surprise. Charles Leclerc for Ferrari takes pole uh, over Max Verstappen, Valtteri Bottas. And I guess you could say Carlos Sainz and uh, Lando Norris as well. Uh, it looked like the, the Ferraris were on pace this week. And yeah, it was a nice surprise. It, it was. And, you know, that that was already a big morale booster for mm -hmm. the red team right because it showed them that there's still some life right. uh in their in their cars and in their in their work mm. and um what made it more fitting was that uh the hometown guy was the guy on pole yeah and of course you know Charles Leclerc has never had any particular success right uh in Monaco yeah so yeah, no, I mean, the way Sainz and Leclerc were moving um, on, I guess you could say for the most part, the, the weekend, minus, I guess, today, you know, well, <laughs> yeah. Sainz, yeah, Sainz, but, right. uh, you know, it was just like, gosh, where, where was this uh, earlier in the year? Right, right. Well, they seem to be a lot stronger in um, the the slower tracks, right? Like the, the high downforce track so that's i think that's a that's an up for ferrari it seems as though it's it's, it's up for ferrari but it's also <laughs> underwhelming for the casual because what's the casual gonna hear from what you just said joy slow all right yeah yeah and so... casuals are casuals will take that and be like uh, slow uh -huh. <laughs> yeah i mean i mean it, i think it shows at least you know um that ferrari is in the right direction but Unfortunately, you know, there's new regulations next year, so it might be erased a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, oh, was there any more thoughts that you wanted to share with us? Yeah, I didn't like how, I didn't like how the ending of qualifying was, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, a, a lot of people were um, very suspect of what happened, but I, I do genuinely believe that Charles just made uh a mistake because oh definitely yeah, yeah. no because you're you're not gonna you're not gonna crash a <laughs> million multi-million dollar car just to secure pole position that's stupid right right that, that's like that's like me saying i'm gonna go crash my car on purpose to collect all the insurance money right right well that's the thing right it's because um there have been two drivers that have done it on purpose to crash their car schumacher, schumacher and nico rosberg right they they've they've done it it's these mind games but I do genuinely believe that Charles Leclerc was going as fast as he could. Um, and unfortunately, he just clipped the barrier, right? I, I don't think Charles is that type of guy. So um, he definitely would have wanted 
Uh, I mean, he got the ultimate karma for it, right? The worst karma that you'd get. So, but yeah, uh, Wes, wh who was the biggest surprise for you, like, negative, negatively? And give me your negative and positive surprises. Negative Lewis. Mm. Seven. Because Monaco, I guess, it was he was the defending right. Monaco winner. Right. Right, and P7 is almost throwing up the white flag. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Granted, granted it's not his fault. Something right. happened to the car. All right, all right. Yeah. Unless, unless something happened in transportation or the mechanics just can't, couldn't seem to get the, the setup right. Right, but right. I don't know. It just didn't feel right. And right. for whatever reason, Botas's garage seemed to have a remote chance at mm. uh, doing well. Um, but yeah, and then like, like we've obviously discussed, Monaco is a place where track position is, or grid position rather, is really important. And guess what? If you're not one or two, it's going to be a hard day. It's right. going to be a long day at the office. <laughs> now, the positive, I'm going to give that to the light blue and orange number four. A, my man. Sexy car. Charismatic driver. Yep. Uh, amazing engine. Amazing results. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, let, let's go, let's go to Hamilton, right? Um, so yeah, this was uh, one of those weeks where I, I I mean I also believe this as well, Wes. Uh, we've spoken about this, right? Like uh, Mercedes seem to have one week that goes very bad for them um, throughout the season. Hopefully, they only have one or two bad weeks. Um, last year it was um, Great Britain. Right, it was the the second British Grand Prix where they allowed um, Verstappen to run off with the victory. But mm -hmm. um, you know, this year it seems to be Monaco, and everything just went wrong for Mercedes. But uh, yeah, Lewis just didn't find the the car. Um, he did say that it was more of a setup thing. He was they, they were struggling to find the right setup to to go and attack the corners, um, and also it was a really it was pretty it was warm, but it wasn't as hot as they thought it was going to be and so the, the tires weren't heating up for for hamilton and so he he struggled with tire temperatures all day but uh yeah and uh, other than that yeah uh, i i do agree but um i'm probably gonna have to give this uh the positive to carlos Sainz. i think carlos Sainz uh was phenomenal you know um i do love uh lando norris but i do believe that mclaren does have the third fastest car on the grid um, I think Ferrari have the fourth fastest car. And so I didn't really expect Ferrari to be fast all week. And so with him and qualifying, I think uh, it, it shocked me. Of course, Charles Leclerc shocked me the most, but I'll give it to, to Carlos because it seemed as though he was on the fastest lap until Charles Leclerc kind of uh, shunted. So yeah, those are kind of, those are my big surprises. No, I mean, that, those are, those are good ones. Um, and, you know, I think for anyone, they would say, look, uh, Ferrari surprised us. We thought, we probably thought that this was either going to be a Red Bull versus Mercedes type of thing again. Yeah. And it's going to be two and a half cars, the half being Valtteri Bottas trying to, you know, run this place. And then it turns out that's not really the case except for Max. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, granted, Botas, you know, was right there. So 
yeah. I guess the shouts to Valtteri. But yeah, yeah, it's like the the usual suspects didn't seem to come to play, and then of course the one driver that everyone can get behind, you know, happens to <laughs> like. It's no longer the little engine that could or the the weird kid that could. It's now, you know, the weird kid that could potentially, you know, do something crazy hmm. and, you know, completely win everyone over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and that's the thing. Right? I mean, I'm being quite nice here because I do want to say there's one driver that disappointed me the most. And uh-huh. it's the, I think it's the other blue and orange car. Yes, right? yes, it is absolutely the other blue and orange car. But um, you know, Daniel Ricardo is my favorite driver, and he seemed quite happy um after the race. Um, you know, he wasn't happy, but you know, he he kind of just took it on the chin and and kind of said, you know, on to the next weekend. Um, but yeah, I just didn't want to rub salt in the dude's wounds. He he looks like he's struggling in that car. Uh, I will finally admit it he, he probably needs i mean he, he needs one entire year to to kind of reset you know who could also share that mindset a guy that was knocked out of q1 today uh sonoda sonoda yeah absolutely right i mean it looks like I, I still love the guy i love the guy don't get me wrong yeah, yeah. but god damn i think we put too much pressure on him yeah, absolutely, and and that's the thing, right? I mean, that's the scariest thing is like uh, doubt starts to creep in, and ho- hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully, doubt doesn't creep into Sonoda. Um, but you know, I think once we get to these bigger tracks, he'll he'll be able to stretch his legs, go for you know some incredible overtakes. So, but yeah, yeah. But I I, I will also add, I guess I, I I guess we're gonna have to close here uh, on this one, yeah. Joy, for at least for qualifying wise. Yes, I could tell. Uh, we're kind of running out of time on this, but not happy with Mazepin out qualifying MSC. <laughs> yeah, a big That's surprise. Dumb. Big surprise. That's dumb. But, uh, big, capital D U M B dumb. We we will talk about that uh, when we come back, guys. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we will talk about the race uh, and pretty much yeah, uh, overall the race results. And so yeah, we'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back to the Runic Bat Podcast. Uh, and so, yeah, we just got finished uh, discussing the qualifying um, results. Uh, but now we will move on to the race. Um, and I've always said this, Wes. Um, Monaco is not for... It, it's not a spectacle for the race. It's more a spectacle for the qualifying. For me, the qualifying is a lot more tricky. It's a lot more exciting because... One mistake and your lap is gone, right? I mean, the the the, I mean, Charles Leclerc would tell you, but I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately for him, he he, you know, still got pole. But uh, let's start with Charles. Um, <laughs> so uh, the way that um, so in Formula One, the way that they line up on the grid is that the drivers would have to just drive around the track for once and then you know kind of rejoin in the in the front of the grid. Unfortunately, <laughs> Charles who crashed out in qualifying, um, took a pretty big shunt to the back, to the rear of his car. Everyone was kind of predicting that, uh, that he needed a gearbox change, but Ferrari opted not to check. Uh, oh, they did check, but they they opted not to do a deep um, dive into, I guess, the, the engine to make sure that everything was okay. Either way, they can't really touch it. It's parked for May. Anything that they touch, they're probably going to get um, penalty points for it. 
and yeah, they're probably if they if they broke the the um, if they tore the the engine apart, they probably would have saw saw the issue right away, and they probably would have still had to take um a massive grid penalty for engine replacement. But yeah, I mean this is just it was just a uh, it was just a way of Ferrari demonstrating that you know they'll do anything just to to get a win, right? I mean pole position in Monaco quite secure i mean it's it's pretty secure that you're gonna win the race and so of course i, I see i understand where uh, ferrari is coming from but yeah anyway uh your thoughts wes well it's pretty secure unless the car doesn't work <laughs> yeah absolutely and you know i think ferrari just broke all the rules of probability at that point yeah so Man. But yeah, you know, like I said earlier, you know, in the in the intro drop, this race sucked dick. <laughs> For me, it sucked so much dick that I I, I cut it off after lap thirty eight. Yeah, yeah. I, that's how frustrated I was with today's race. And like I said, haha, I'm the sore loser because Hamilton didn't win. <laughs> and but then again, you know, that's that's the that's called being that's called being a competitive mindset. Just ask Michael Jordan and I mean, Kobe Bryant. I mean, I, I will peace. I will say, you know, <laughs> to to a lot of our listeners, um, we are still fans, right? I, I will definitely tell you, you know, right? Daniel Ricardo is my favorite driver, and so whenever he's off, of course I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel sad but yeah you know we're still all fans here so west like it, it's totally fine dude uh but, i was gonna say are you gonna are you gonna say i i thought i was i was i was thinking you were gonna tell me that i was in the wrong no no no, no, no. <laughs> and i was gonna say and if you did i was i was ready to say oh fuck you. <laughs> no, 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 no 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 absolutely not uh and so yeah i mean that's the thing right i mean of course i i would have enjoyed it a little bit better if ricardo was in the mix Unfortunately, right. he was not right. And, that, and that's fair. I did kind and, of. There was a lot of times in the race where I looked to to Ricardo and where he was at, and he was just not moving anywhere. He was pretty much sure. stuck at eleven and twelve. So I was like, right. Well, there's not there's not a lot of choices here. Right, and you know, and you know, I I also had a reason to cut it off. I you know, like just because <laughs> we're covering Formula One doesn't mean I also have. I guess other things to do, unfortunately, unless I was paid to do this, right? Right. Unfortunately, we're doing this for fun because why? That's what we're here to do. Right. We're here to have fun. Right. But, you know, yeah, I was just like, I've never been so frustrated with a race until today that, you know, I had to like, literally <laughs> cut off my TV and start my uh, errands early. Yeah. Because generally I like to stick around and watch all of that. But yeah. I don't know. Something, something about today was so different. But, you know, if there's something I should be happy about, it's that, yes, a guy that everyone seems to love in Max Verstappen won the race. Yeah. Lando Norris got a podium. Alongside. He is so close. Alongside, alongside Carlos Side. Sign. Signs. Alongside Side. Alongside. Alongside Signs. Right. And, you know, I'm getting that much closer. I'm knocking on the door for my prediction that Lando is going to win a race. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's really close. He's really close, right? I mean, I mean, there's there's gonna be there's gotta be a track that suits the the McLaren a little bit better. I, I believe I think it's gonna be Hungary, but uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. But uh, yeah, any more thoughts, Wes? Uh, I kind of cut you off there. No, it's okay. Um, I I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how the next race is gonna be, which is Azerbaijan. 
yeah. you know, what if what if Charles just pulls into the castle again? <laughs> for all I know, I mean, it, it, it could be possible, right? But uh, yeah. Or could we could we have that one year where it was like Votas and Hamilton, um, and, yeah, going for it, and then because Hamilton went wide on the last turn, it cost them that that extra bit of time, and maybe this time <laughs> it's the other way around. Who knows? But today's race uh, was a complete, uh, you know, shit in a bag. Yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't blame you, dude. Um, there was moments where I almost fell asleep. Um, and you know, like I said, uh, I kind of fell, I went right back to sleep after the race. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, I'll just let you guys know. Um, so the top four was a uh, top five, I guess. Verstappen, Sainz, Norris, Perez, and Vettel. So congratulations to Vettel. Uh, unfortunately, um, Sergio Perez couldn't really stick it and to, um, the podium. I believe uh -oh. Red Bull would have loved to have that, <laughs> but, um, congratulations to Lando and signs the Muppets are back into the podium. Uh, this time they're together, and so that that was quite exciting. But uh, yeah, I mean, this was the. Uh, by the way, this was um, on average the second youngest uh, podium finish, and so yeah, it it, it was quite incredible. Um, I believe the youngest podium finish was last year in Monza, when it was Gasly, Signs, and Stroll, I believe. No, it wasn't Stroll. I forgot who finished uh, third in that race, but no, I, I think it was Stroll. It was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, because yeah. because I wasn't happy with one of the guys that was on the podium. <laughs> that was on the podium. I, I, to, I have I have I've had reason to believe that that guy is, was Stroll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I, I I I do know that that was the the youngest at that time or uh, in Formula One, and still is. Um, but yeah, uh, exciting to to see Ferrari, McLaren back into the podium alongside Red Bull. Uh, fortunately, you know, of course, Mercedes, they're kind of, you know, they're kind of a, a fixture, a normal, a regular fixture into the to the podiums. And this was this is probably going to be the, the last time you're going to see that kind of combination for a while. Hopefully not. Um, hopefully we're going to see more, com more new combinations into the future. But uh, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty, uh, any thoughts, Wes? I just hope Mercedes is better in, uh, I think Azerbaijan. I, they will be better. Uh, I promise to all of our listeners out there that I promise you that Azerbaijan will be a lot more uh, exciting, um, dry or wet. It's usually much more exciting in Azerbaijan in Baku. So, yeah, definitely tune in at June 2nd, I believe. June 2nd to June 4th is the um, is the Grand Prix. Two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks. And so, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. That is our show for Run It Back. Uh, make sure to check us out at No Decision uh, coming up next. Uh, we're pretty much going to talk about the entire new landscape uh, of the heavyweight division. Um, canceling one fight, spawning two others. So, yeah, uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks for the Run It Back podcast.